You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Matt Reeves directing the Batman, a Nightwing movie, and a whole bunch of stuff going down in the X-Men universe. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Hello. Good morning, Simon. If only there was enough to talk about this week, because it's been, I have to say, a really quiet week. It's going to be a slow show, yeah. folks. Yeah, not a lot to chat about. There's nothing happening this weekend. Welcome to Meet the Movie Press. Welcome back. We are back. Yeah. Better than ever. Oh, oh I wouldn't say that. We haven't done the show yet. <laughs> Let, right. Let's not we'll go all Trump. We'll let you guys be the judge. I am Jeff Snyder. You can find me on Twitter at the Snyder, and I am the editor-in-chief of The Tracking Board. Make sure to check that out, Tracking dashboard.com uh, I'm Simon Thompson you probably know that blah 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 you can find me on Twitter at uh, tw- at Showbiz Simon Instagram at Showbiz Simon and Facebook this is Simon Thompson I'm going to the Oscars for the first time this weekend are you seriously mm, like yeah. in are you going to be in the I'm room not, I'm not going to be in there I'm going to be at the Vanity Fair party Wow, I've never even been to the Vanity Fair party. A lot of people in Hollywood have never been to the Vanity Fair how, party. How have you finagled this? Um, a lot of blowjobs. <laughs> Your job a lot of blowjobs. Tired when I saw. Yeah, no, no, um, no. I'm going to be covering it, um, which is very exciting. For who? Uh, for Reuters. Wow. So for worldwide television. Yeah, that is that is the big that yeah. is international syndication right I know. there. They said, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I'll have a go at the red carpet. And then they went, do you want to do Vanity Fair? I was like, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. do you get to take your wife with you? I do not. Oh, I'm, I'm working. Tough. Yes. So yeah. she is actually going to be at home watching it with friends. Let me ask you this. Oh, mm. you know, do you have a time that you can go? You have to like, they're like, you can come at 12. No, no, no. I'm going to be there for most of the day waiting for people to arrive on the red carpet. Okay. Yeah, they, they lock you in pretty early. Um, I've got to get a tux today. I'm wearing but a tux you're allowed inside, time. right? Or you just I will be going inside after I've finished okay. on the, on the, uh, on the red carpet. It's very particular over there at Vanity Fair. Yes. Uh, the whole thing is, is very strict. Do Vanity Fair reporters even get to go? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, at a lot of industry events, if you work for a particular outlet, it doesn't mean you actually get to go to the yeah, parties. It's like I don't ev- know. It's not like everyone at Warner Brothers is at every Warner Brothers No, it's kind, for of for the big, it's kind of for the big cheese. And this year, I think, it's even more sought cheese. after. You are the big cheese, well, my friend. I'm kind of more of a cheese string in the a in the big string. in the world of cheese. I'm You're probably like the, cheese string. You've got some cheese in your teeth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, story of my life. Let's talk about the DC universe. Yeah, that's why everybody's tuning in. There was nothing happening with that. This right. Week. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm. There's so. I mean, there's just they've gotten so many directors in the last like two weeks. Yeah, and even they're just adding projects. Every character is getting their own movie. Seems a little disorganized, but yeah. This week it was good. It was good news. Well, this time last week, right? We were the, we were talking about Matt Reeves, right, and the Batman, the possibility of him doing the Batman. But then there was a report on Tuesday, right? Exactly. This week that negotiations well, like, had no, fallen apart, not doing it. Right. Then was it Thursday, Wednesday? Right, like Forty eight hours later, yeah. It's like, hey, he's totally doing it. We've locked him it's in. Official, right? Yeah. Now. This was not surprising to me. Okay. If you looked at the stories uh, that I wrote on the tracking board and that other um, trades wrote, the update mm. when, you know, after Boris did his story about negotiations falling apart, which they did, yeah. you know, that is the, the name of the game. That is how you negotiate. You yeah. have to be willing to walk away from the table. And I, and I think uh, in the story that eventually came out, yeah, it was that Warner Brothers didn't want to pay... The fee that Reeves would probably get on his next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, I hear, you know, Planet of the Apes is really good. Dark, but good. Yes. 
and and so Re- either Reeves was willing to walk away or whatever. But the, specifically in the report, that said a studio source confirmed. Yeah. Uh, that that negotiations have hit an impasse and and cautions that uh, you know he could always return to the negotiating table. So I really think... if you just say yes to a project, that's not negotiating. That is that you're just doing it. So you have to. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, he was also added as a producer, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure that was a, a big sticking point. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. The bottom line, though, it doesn't. You know, this this is all the inside baseball kind of shit. The mm-hmm. bottom line is that Matt Reeves is directing the Batman. Yeah. And an excellent choice. Great news. Really good. And Ben Affleck is even better news, sticking around to play the Batman. Yeah. So it seems. You know, Currently. He, he welcome Okay, so this was funny. You know, obviously I I don't know if this is even a conversation over at Warner Brothers or what goes on, but Ben Affleck not in the press release. Yeah. And, you know, you had to pick up on that. But having said that, I had a similar conversation about films when they were initially announced with Keanu Reeves recently. Mm-hmm. Because when John Wick 2 was announced, mm-hmm. he wasn't mentioned in connection with the project for like three months. But he's John Wick. Like, you don't have a John... You, like, you can still have a Batman movie without Ben Affleck. You can't have a, a John Wick movie with no Keanu Reeves. So I think that's just like an inherent, yes, of course he's involved. Do you think it was... Uh, I mean, I think it was just an oversight. But you would have thought someone would have picked that up on a... I suppose. But the Ben Affleck thing, really, if, you, if you've been doing this as long as I have, it stuck out. It was like, mm. where is Ben Affleck in this release? Especially given all the rumors. Mm. You know, you, you'd think that they would just, like, have that added layer of reassurance. Mm. But, uh, but, but you know, a few hours go by. People are talking about it. Uh, Warner Brothers had openly confirmed that Affleck was still involved to some of the blogs who bothered to follow up. And then Ben, sure enough, uh, tweeted out... You know, welcome to the Batcave. Yeah. And, you know, Jeff Johns tweeted something. And, you know, it's all this I'm really excited. social I'm a, media effort. I'm a big fan of Matt Reeves. I love his work. Um, so do I. You know, I think he's visually really good. And I think his storytelling, he's really strong as well. It's, so he it, brings out the best in it's characters. Cloverfield. Yeah. Let the right one, let the one, whatever the hell it was called. Come on, let me in. <laughs> the, the, the remake of Let the Right yeah. One In. Uh, one Apes movie that was really good. Yeah. Another Apes movie that looks great. Yeah. How can anybody be disappointed by this? Yeah, like, I this think is good it has a whole much, and I universe. think it's probably it's the it's the match of quality and content and direction that really the the DC universe has been crying out for he because is, it's had lots of some of them in many of the films today, mm-hmm. but it hasn't quite gelled, and I think he's going to be that glue that's going to make this stick together. I, I like again. I I think he, there's a darkness about him in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at you know, I'm doing a vampire movie. I'm doing these really kind of dark apes movies. But the thing that I love most about Reeves is the end of Cloverfield because I really actually thought Cloverfield had a lot of heart and it got me there at the mm-hmm. end. Um, and if he can bring that to the Batman, you know, I'd love to see there be a real like love interest. I don't know. Yeah. I feel I feel like that's been missing a little bit. Um, I'd like to you know humanize Bruce Wayne or something. Um, Matt Reeves, pop fact, um, uh, gave me my first uh, movie poster quote. Really? For what? Mm, for Cloverfield. Yeah, in the UK when they were doing the campaign for that, they asked what the was quotes. the quote? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Scary as fuck. Amazing. If you like monsters, see this monster movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's gonna be huge. <laughs> it's a roller coaster ride. Um, but yeah, because all, all the quotes were, were being cleared by by Matt Reeves, and Matt right. Reeves cleared my quote, and it was the biggest one on the post. It was huge in the central London. Well, so I thank remember, you, I remember talking to Matt Reeves actually at the Cloverfield premiere. He was a very nice guy. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. Yeah. I interviewed him for the Last Apes movie. Um, really, really good. He's genuinely funny as well. Yeah. He's got a great sense of humour. Well, I'm really excited about him yeah, directing I, the Batman. I, I, I've yet I, to find anybody that's not excited. It's not like with Mel Gibson over Suicide Squad, you know, had people for and against. I've yet to find anybody who's like, actually, that's not a good hire. Yeah, I wouldn't understand any trepidation here. Uh, and then a couple hours later. Yes. It's like everyone's talking about Batman, but over mm-hmm. here, Hollywood Reporter working on a major story. Chris McKay, the director of the Lego Batman movie, to yep. direct a Nightwing movie. Mm-hmm. Nightwing, of course, Dick Grayson, the original Robin. It's going to be uh, written by Bill Dubuque, who yep. wrote The Accountant, which I really liked as well. Yep. So this is back-to-back huge news for the DC Universe, both pretty pretty positive uh, announcements and reactions, too. Yeah, I think so, and it's really interesting to see what they will, will do with Nightwing. I think it, perhaps, and other people have, have commented on this this week as well, start to take the DC <laughs> Universe stuff in a slightly different direction. Um, which I think is no bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good for this to have a refocus to perhaps move slightly, you know, sort of, you know, slightly off the centre where it's on at the moment. Um, really interesting, and he we've, he's proved with Lego Batman that he can actually do. He can he can incorporate. Obviously, it's a very different type of t- film to what Nightwing will probably be, and I'm going to assume it's live action. It is. It is yeah. live okay. action. Um, uh, that's what I Rebecca had assumed Ford right in the very that. beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think he'll be able to bring some of the levity and some of the darkness as well that will come with this, and I think it'll be a really interesting movie. This will be his live action debut. Is there anyone that you would want? Oh, God, to it play? will be, won't it? Yeah. Uh, is there is there anyone that you would want to play Nightwing? I had a thought about this this week, and I, I kind of couldn't think of anybody that would spring to mind. I, I'd like to see someone quite new play it. I, I like either uh, Taron Edgerton or T- yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Ooh, yes. Ooh. I don't. I don't know if Taron, because Taron's already got the Kingsman franchise. I don't know whether he would want... He wouldn't feel like a, as much a discovery. Like, he'd be expecting yeah. him to kick ass a yeah. little bit too much. Um, yeah, I could see, like, a bit like another Ezra Miller type. I'd like, I mean, I would love... I think he's too old for this. I mean, he is too old for this. But Dean DeHaan, someone like that. Dean DeHaan, Ezra Miller, someone a bit, you know, just sort of kooky-looking, but, you know, still, you know... Of that kind of ilk would well, be would be quite good. I'm very curious to see what what's going to happen with yeah. Dahan, uh, yeah. with Valerian, whether that is a huge hit or whether that just like is the nail on the coffin. Well, cure cure for wellness has really not done no. well, and I like no, I, him. I, I like him in movies. I tweeted something out uh, this week, just real quick about about Dane Dahan, where I just feel like his choices lately have been super questionable. Uh, and that maybe, you know, just like in sports, mm. you know, it'd be time for a new home. Like, you know, maybe try to find some new reps. But I felt bad about that. Uh, you know, I, I didn't I wasn't advocating for the guy to fire his representatives who have been working tirelessly on his, on his behalf and have gotten him this far. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would just like I really like Dane DeHaan and I want to see him do better. A couple of suggestions in the chat, actually, uh, from Superman 2007, Aaron Taylor Johnson. No. Well, he's already... A superhero. He's already a superhero. Well, I guess he's dead. I just dead. think also he wouldn't be quite... I guess he's dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Um, yeah, someone else saying uh, Taron would be good. Uh, someone saying uh, F31 Laverne Cox for Nightwing. I like your thinking, but not not <laughs> a, a fit. Um, just because I didn't age. 
purely on age there for yes. Ben Cox. Um, Jack O'Connell or Logan Lerman coming from Cooper Hood? Logan Lerman would, Logan would be Logan Lerman bad. would be a good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, I think Jack O'Connell, again, too old. Um, but, yeah, I, some interesting ones. Um, Adam Driver was apparently one uh, rumoured at one point no, to play that, Nightwing. That I, will not happen no, now, obviously. I, so I, I did that story, okay? And oh. It was, it, it, I got, are you in the chat right now? Are you just sending me messages? Because uh, yeah. you, you are typing. I have multiple personalities. Okay, cool. I wasn't typing. All right, split. Um, but no, I reported that Adam Driver was, was offered Nightwing. He wasn't yeah. offered Nightwing. He was offered Lex Luthor mm. in Batman vs. Superman. So Because Night, Nightwing obviously wasn't even in Batman vs. Superman. Uh, so yep. that was just a bullshit rumor. Uh so apologies to everyone for that one. And, of course, Adam Driver also got offered Star Wars. He was choosing between Star Wars and Batman versus Superman mm. and ended up going with Star Wars. You know, would would have been nice to have that piece of see, information. See, I was always very time. disappointed that we never got to see because there were rumors of um, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt going on to do a oh, Robin. from, yeah, from, from yeah, Dark Knight. I'm just... Because he would have been the, really good. Yeah, he would have been, but you know what? About it. Yeah, no, like, that's the danger in taking a small part in a Christopher Nolan movie, yeah. right? Like, he kind of... Kind of blew its wad earlier, so to speak. Nobody likes doing that. But yeah, Nolan's thing was a contained universe. Yeah. I, just, I don't think you could have Gordon Levitt just go. I, off again, I think just purely on that. his age thing. I think he's probably that bit, that couple of years too old for that. But. I don't know what what age they want the character to be. We'll see. Well, I'm just purely thinking of it, not necessarily from a first film, but looking if they wanted to bring him in a second and third film. You know, you don't want to do mm-hmm. that thing where you start to look like a 50 year old man in high school. Um, and then finally, in the DC universe, we're yeah. almost done. David F. Sandberg came yes. on to direct Shazam. Yeah, this happened just after the show last week. This one came out of nowhere. I believe it was our boy El Mayimbe at The Wrap who broke this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't see the Annabelle sequel. I'm not uh, I don't, I'm not sure what this guy can do. Uh, well, the Annabelle sequel hasn't come out yet. That hasn't. So so has he done anything? That, yeah. Lights well, Out? Was that He him? did Lights Out. Okay. He's done the Annabelle okay, sequel. And then this is the next one because Annabelle is coming out in a few right. months. Okay, I know. I remember our. There have been preview sto- screenings for it, but it hasn't been released yet. Got it. Not for um, us, but audiences. Lights out. I didn't really care for. I really enjoyed that. You see, and when I, yeah, and I really spoke to him, and uh, I, I spoke to him actually. It was at Comic Con when I did the interview for Forbes, um, and I really liked what he did from the short. It was a re- I, right. It was a film that I. I wasn't expecting a huge amount from. It had some moments. And I, I, it had some really strong, really likable moments. Um, I did not like Annabelle, but from what he told me about what he was planning to do, I'm mm-hmm. very interested to see what he's doing with Annabelle too. And I would like to see him move away from horror. I'd oh, like to uh-huh. see him do something that is different, but still has an element of darkness to it, because he does that well. An element. You love those elements. The elements of darkness. Well, you know, I don't know that much about Shazam. I don't know. No, not me. You know, if Dwayne Johnson's going to be playing a supporting role as Black Adam, like, is that where Black, Black Adam's being introduced to mm. Shazam and then getting his own movie? Uh, and we, Shazam still hasn't been cast. So they actually went with the director first here. Very, mm. very rare for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any strong opinions about this, so... I hope it's not just a film about the app. <laughs> well, there's a superhero just that just helps Shazam! you go, What's that tune? Ten seconds Shh. later. Oh, oh you'll okay. find that's, uh, oh. that's uh, Kitty and the Bottleman. <laughs> I will download yes, that. Yes, lovely. Uh, let's change universes. Okay. Let's hop over to the X-Men universe. Let's do that. Where Collider yeah. has just dropped a whole bunch of mm. scoops. Uh, now, the so the first, we'll start with Simon Kinberg. Yes. Simon Kinberg rumored to be writing and directing the next X-Men movie, which is also rumored to be about the Dark Phoenix saga. So we you know, we know Simon has written the script. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I have been told 
that is that it is about the Dark Phoenix saga. Okay. I've heard the same thing that Collider has. Then there's the point about him directing. So Simon Kenberg has obviously overseen a bunch of these X-Men movies, mm-hmm. and some have been good. Yes. It's particularly Logan, which comes out next week. Yes, and it was, saw that this week, by the way. We're going to talk about that later yeah. in the show. Because um, the reviews are out, and it is fair game. Obviously, mm-hmm. we will steer clear of spoilers, but Logan's amazing. Mm. And he deserves some credit for that. Yeah. That said, he also came in to save Fantastic Four. That save didn't really work out. Yep. He hasn't been able to get Gambit off the ground. Mm-hmm. Some of these, you know, I mean, he he, worked, he produced The Martian. He worked on The Martian, which yep. is the Best Picture nominee. But, you know, some of the X-Men movies, like Apocalypse, were just atrocious. So, I'm torn as far as what Kinberg can bring to it. He's never directed anything before, though. Yep. And that's why I'm skeptical that... He is going to ultimately direct this. I don't see how you give up a huge movie like this, which, which you need to work, given mm. the last X-Men movie and how fucking awful it was. You need it to work. I think you need a more experienced hand. I think Simon needs to cut his teeth on something a little bit smaller before graduating to something like this. Okay. I just... The way that Collider... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm rambling here. No, it's fine. But the way that Collider reported it was that Simon Kinberg is looking to make his directorial debut. That was the language that they used. Yeah. And he, he, is, he wants to do it. He's like, listen... I wrote the script. I've been producing these movies. I'd love a crack at it if you guys are willing. But Fox hasn't said yes yet. Hmm. You know, he's not in talks. You know, the talks will begin once Fox decides it wants him to direct the movie. I think it, it, there is skepticism. And if they did want him to, yes, wouldn't they have already given it to him? Like, wouldn't they have already assigned it to him? Because Hollywood Reporter says that this dance has been going on for months. Um. Okay, I have to be very careful what I'm saying here about this because I I uh, had some conversations about this last night, which I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, I don't know whether this will be the one that he starts his directorial career with. Yeah, I'd, I'd be very skeptical. I just can't see Stacey Snyder doing that. I know no. he has a lot of clout on that lot, but... I, I think we have yet to find out what he will make his directorial debut with. Okay. Maybe pre-existing content might be something new. I don't know what Simon's getting at. He's being very coy. Yeah. And I, I the just, internet is, only, is going only to... Only because I know about some stuff that's happened this week that is not going... It's it's not a scoop, and I don't want to betray confidence. We'll, we'll but, talk, we'll talk yeah. about the off-the-air, off-the-record. Off yeah. uh... But yeah, I, I, I agree with you on what you're saying. I don't think that will be the one that they will give him. And I think at the moment, especially being protective of... X-Men, as this franchise appears to be after stumbling a little bit, getting back yes, on track. it needs it. Uh, you, this is not where you put someone who is doing their first directorial project at the helm. Yeah. As, as I, much I, as he understands the material, which he does, even though it doesn't always turn out right, right. I think that is too much of a gamble for a studio One, right one of the points, though, you know, that I think, I forget if it was Collider or Hollywood Reporter, one, one of the people who picked this uh, story up... It's that the talent would be more receptive to returning, knowing that you know someone that they've worked with before, like yeah. Simon Kinberg, would would be there, and that is a fair point. Um, you know, the talent uh, the talent obviously cares about the di- the director. The director, like in this in the Mel Gibson Suicide Squad movie, mm. the director cares about the talent. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. We'll we'll see if this works out. Uh, but the X Men universe, it seems a lot. It seems like there's just a lot going on. So you have Simon Kinberg in this next X Men movie about Dark Phoenix. You have yeah. Josh Boone doing a New Mutants movie. Mm-hmm. Now there's news that Joe Carnahan is writing an, uh, another X Men movie. X Force. X- yeah. X Force. Excuse yeah. me. I, I, listen, I don't know the fucking difference. I don't know. It, it just seems crazy. We have X everything. There's yeah. Legion on TV. There's yeah. another X Men show that's I, on Fox that's casting I think up. Whichever way, it, you know, this sort of cookie crumbles for for Simon. I don't think we're going to see whatever it is for three years at the earliest because mm-hmm. this slate is full. It's a full slate. What it's, is next? Is is it New Mutants? It seems like New Mutants is the next one. No. Yeah, I think so. Well, also, I mean, Sophie Turner was talking recently about starting work on the next X Men movie That's within the next the Dark Phoenix. One. Yeah, so like, soon. is that next? Like, I, I don't know. Well, she was talking about later this year. So, if if Simon was going to be directing that, surely they would have announced him now, because usually it's, you would think so. It's within a couple. Of, it's say six months, four months before something actually lenses I'll, I'll pu- that you're actually announced as the director. I'll put it this way, though. Yeah, as, as much. As I'm uh, sort of frustrated by how chaotic and confusing the universe is, yeah, it's because we're all guessing right now, and there haven't been a lot of official announcements, yeah. Which I think I prefer actually mm-hmm. to the Warner Brothers. You know, here's here's uh, the the universe. Here's the six movies we're going to be making: mm-hmm. the Flash, Cyborg, or whatever. And then, oh wait, now there's a Deadshot movie, and now there's a Gotham City Sirens movie, and now there's a Black Adam movie, and now there's, you know, it's just like they're making it up on the fly, and they're mm-hmm. they're they're sticking, they're, you know, they're putting themselves into that hole where mm-hmm. like now if they don't make the movie, it looks like there's a problem or something. Like X Men has steered clear of those official announcements about anything. Yeah, yeah seemingly it has, yeah. giving it more freedom. Uh, and then the other news in that universe is that Drew Goddard has come on as a consultant for the Deadpool 2 script. Yeah, not an uncommon move in the industry. Again, yeah, like... It's not... These writers are show these things to their friends. Maybe there's enough involvement where the friends are like, maybe I should get paid but for this. What is quite funny is, it, for, for people who aren't necessarily totally au fait with how these things work with the industry, I mean, this kind of move is not... It's not at all uncommon on a movie. And often, even with major, major studio movies, there are people that come in and add lines or ask to get to contribute content or review scripts. Judd Apatow is a prime example of this. Judd Apatow has a mass of scripts that he is paid to look at, polish, add stuff, give opinion on, give notes or whatever. His name will never appear on the credits. Sometimes they will, and it kind of depends on the deal that you do over what he's looking at and how much the involvement is. So this kind of consultancy, this kind of extra pair of eyes, happens every single day in Hollywood. Sometimes they add something, sometimes they don't. Sometimes the notes that are provided actually are adhered to, and sometimes they're completely discarded. So it doesn't surprise me that this is happening because it's a solid pair of hands right but it's another set of too experienced much eyeballs and yeah. well ryan reynolds took to twitter and he was like you yeah. know wernick and reese are still definitely the writers yeah. of this movie they're still working on it uh and it's it seemed like that initial report sort of got scaled back like it was like he's come on to write the script or rewrite the script and not no. he's more of like a consultant yeah um, it's an extra pair of eyes an extra bit of spitballing but it just happens to be a name that people would want to include in a report there so i don't think we should it's like this whole thing of reshoots that we covered last year is like don't read too much into reshoots stuff gets reshot or redone or tweaked all the time Mm -hmm. so um 
What else is going on? There, there's still so much more comic book movie news. Hellboy 3 is dead, Simon. Can you believe it? Oh, what? This was a surefire I hit. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Guillermo finally uh, put... He was just tired of talking about it, I guess. Next you'll be telling me we're never going to see that three men and a baby sequel that Steve yeah. Gutenberg's been talking about. He didn't about. even leave a glimmer of hope, either. He was just like, this movie is never happening, and... I don't think it should. Yeah, he's I, like, mean, I, I don't want to do it. Studios don't want to do it. Who is crying Cast out don't for a do third it. Hellboy movie? Both of them, actually, they weren't bad. No, I enjoyed them. They were fun movies. But they weren't, uh, they weren't good. Come on. They and were a, okay. And a studio okay. at the moment, if you're a studio, you don't want to put out a film like that that would take quite a bit of money to do and then not get the returns on it. Listen, you know, you can't have... As much as I enjoy making, them. You can't be putting that kind of comic book movie money into a Ron Perlman movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Uh, elsewhere on TV, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna pronounce this dude's name right, but e- Ewan Rune, Rune, Ewan, Ewan, Ewan Rowan, Ewan Rowan, yeah. Wow, thank you for getting that. Sorry. So, I guess he's gonna star in Inhumans. He is. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you got Inhumans right. No, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> his name. His name is basically it's 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 a Welsh. It's a Eurovision from uh, Welsh language, so not wouldn't be very common over here. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that's good. I I'm really not familiar with the guy, but no, he's done he's done some TV. He's probably better known in the UK than he is over here. Okay. Um, I believe he was in Misfits in the UK with uh-huh. the original TV show, The Misfits. Um, so he's kind of not he's not completely unfamiliar with this kind of superhero territory kind of thing. Um, he was in Game of Thrones, I believe, as well. Um, so yeah, so I think he he's a, an interesting choice. He's someone actually going back to Nightwing, who would be someone who's got experience in the industry, has a little bit of stuff behind him, and would be quite interesting to look at for a role like that. He's got the, the physique, he's got the build as well, I and know, I think I, he'd be possibly. I, I I don't like these anonymous European this fresh talent, these anonymous European coming like, over who, here. Who is fucking Iron Fist? Who is that? Mr. and Mrs. Fist's the son. Kid, the guy from Game of Thrones? I don't even know who, who I don't know who the is actor Danny is. Rand. Uh, but come on. I mean, even Denzel... I, I would have said the Denzel same thing about... Denzel Washington started... Who the fuck is Denzel Washington? No. I, I would have said the same thing about Charlie Cox, though, as Daredevil. Like, oh, here's another anonymous yeah. European guy, and he's fucking awesome. So yeah. I will uh, reserve judgment until I actually see Iron Fist, and I'll give... Uh, I get your point. You and Roan a shot on Inhumans. I'm holding a piece of Inhumans casting, oh, which I can't reveal. Okay. But I'll, I'll let the internet just go. I'll give this a little morsel out. I hope they won't get mad at me. Can we play out the equivalent to guess who? Is it a man or a woman? It is a veteran. I'm not even going to say whether it's a man or a woman. Okay. It is a veteran of the television show Lost. And that's all I'll it's say. It's good to see Josh getting work. It's good to see Josh. <laughs> Josh Lucas you. getting You're work. trying to get it out of me. I'm not going to budge. <laughs> I'm just saying, Josh. A, a Lost veteran, I think, yeah. is getting a, a big oh. role in Inhumans. Oh, cool. um, that would be good. <laughs> there, there's like 80 people in Lost, so good, good luck figuring <laughs> that out. <laughs> uh, here's, you know, you know yeah. speaking of uh, awesome television shows, mm-hmm. remember Friday Night Lights? Uh, I, I do, but it wasn't a huge show in the UK. I was going to say, I've actually never. I saw the pilot, and it was fine, and I never watched it again. I know where this is going. And <laughs> but, I like... guy, but Kyle Chandler, the Kyle star Chandler. of Friday Night Lights, yeah. uh, starring in Godzilla 2. He's going to play Millie Bobby Brown's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't... Yeah, I mean, um, you know, they had Brian Cranston in the last one, another big TV star. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Chandler loves monster movies. He Does. Was, he was in King Kong, Super Peter eight. Jackson's. Exactly. He was the father of a child 
running from a big monster in that movie. Uh, so maybe he just digs this kind of stuff. He, well, he, he, fair and days, money he does and it. big paychecks. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, he's running towards those. Uh, he do, but he does this this pretty well. Um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, Millie. Um, <laughs> I love Millie, Millie, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Who oh. uh, I, I referred to the other day and so went Mini Bobby Brown. I went, no, it's not Mini Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. It's Millie Bobby Brown. Um, I'm a little bit. I'm very happy to see her having the success that she's having, and she's great. I'm a little bit concerned that we're going to have another Chloe Grace Moretz on our hands, where she starts getting cast in so many things and a lot of the projects aren't necessarily up to her standard now to date these have been strong projects but i know she's like the hot young thing when it comes to talent and casting right now a lot of people are looking at her to put her in projects chloe grace moretz turned out a lot of great projects that nobody really got to see <laughs> which is a, which is a shame like what wait what there's quite a few films she done like literally nobody saw like, I'll, I'll give you a list later. That's like brilliant. Brain on Fire and stuff? No. Like, what is that? I've never heard of Brain on Fire. Did you just no. make that film up? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what about Field of Dreams? It wasn't in that. Where you, where, where, I'm, uh, I, but I, yeah, I'm a little bit... I'm just... I don't want to see Hollywood overuse her. Oh. I just want to see her space her projects out a little bit. I mean, she's not taking career advice from me or anything. You know, <laughs> I she's, mean, she's Godzilla, not asked me. Godzilla 2 comes out in like 2019 or something, so it's pretty spaced. It is. It is space. That is a fair point. Yeah, there is uh, a period of time. There is. It just two feels, years. Yeah, it just feels like. Yeah, it but it right just. Now. She, she seems to be like a go-to casting thing for young girl or young woman right now, and I'm like, let's not let's not overuse her in Hollywood. So, we have a habit of overusing people and really spoiling their talent. So, someone just scared the shit out of me in my Twitter replies. Okay. They said, the, the scooper has said that Jordan Peele is in talks to direct The Flash. Is it true? And I was like, first of all, who's the scooper? Is that Mayimbe? And then, But then I, there's nothing else on Twitter about it. So I, I, I don't know where someone said this or if they even said it or somebody's fucking with me. But I actually would kind of love that idea. And we're going like to we're kinda gonna get into We're going to get into Get Out shortly. Who is the scooper? I don't know who this person's referring to. I don't. I'm, I don't know what to make. That of That sounded like a '90s Disney that, movie. Who is the that, scooper? That's why I zoned out for a second. I was like, yeah. "Wait, what is this?" Um, yeah. So, anyways, legendary conjuring up a really good cast for Godzilla. Yes. Yep. Read into that what you will. Mm. Let's jump over to Disney. Okay. A lot of stuff going on at yeah. Disney. First up, Donald Glover and James Earl Jones. This broke just after the show last week. Didn't yeah. It? yeah. Um, John Favreau kept his working late. Yeah. Uh, it broke like late in the day. Yeah. Uh, so Donald Glover is going to voice, play voice. I don't know Simba. what the deal is. Simba mm-hmm. and James Earl Jones coming back for Mufasa. Right? Mufasa. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Listen, I love the Jungle Book. John Favreau knocked it mm-hmm. out of the park. The Lion King, top three animated movies of all time for okay. me, uh, and probably the best. Top one di- and two. Top one and two. All dogs go to heaven. Uh, to- I mean, Toy Story. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, you know, Lion King may be my favorite like, hand, hand-drawn one or whatever. Okay. But uh, so, so this means a lot to me, and, yeah. and I was a little skeptical. Like, oh, why do they have to do this? But if you're going to do it, I don't think you can do much better than, than my pal Donald and James yeah. Earl Jones coming back. And I think that Timon and Pumbaa and Nala will be uh, announced pretty soon. Had James Earl Jones not come back? Mm-hmm. Who would you have liked to have seen as Mufasa? Because I was very pleased to see that, but I was kind of like, wouldn't it have been quite nice to see someone new do it? No, I would have asked them to bring back Idris Elba from The Jungle Book. Okay. 
Yeah, he played a tiger. Now he can play a lion. Or maybe he'd be good as so Scar. Diverse. He'd be good as Scar. Yeah. But, uh, we should get Jeremy. Yeah, I don't know. Why? Do you, who, who would you have? I was thinking, because I love his voice, is Mahashala Ali. Ooh. I could see him starting, yeah. starting to get some voice work. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me, actually. That's a good call. I'm just saying. Um, we good. also saw a, uh, also at Disney, we had a first look photo from Han Solo. We did. <laughs> a lot of people in that cockpit. Yeah. Little, it felt a little tight. Yeah. Um, who, uh, we, was there anybody that we didn't see? I feel like there was. It was the first time we saw um, the, the girl who was cast quite recently, who nobody Phoebe really knows. Yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah, who, uh, who we don't really know. And was it the first time that we saw the new Chewbacca? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Peter Mayhew not filling that role this time. I don't I don't remember what the guy's name is, like Junas. Yeah, he's Suatu been doing a bit of press this week, actually. Um, uh, hey, listen, the only thing that matters is the fucking movie's called Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> Does Alden look good as Han Solo? Yeah. And he did. Yeah. He did. I'm liking the look of that. I am liking the look of that. I didn't have much concern over it. Tell us about the other Star Wars news. Yes, which I'm genuinely really happy about. The um, the original cuts of Star Wars are possibly going to be re-released for the film's 40th anniversary. First of all, that's excellent news. Secondly, how the hell is it 40 years since Star Wars comes out? It seems like only yesterday, but 40 years ago yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm genuinely excited about this. I revisited Star Wars when they were released in the special editions, etc., etc., and... <laughs> I have to say, I think the additions or most of the additions that were made and the cleaning up, etc., did kind of spoil the experience. And I'm genuinely looking forward to going back and seeing the original Star Wars in its original form as I first saw it as a kid. I'm really excited about this. I could give a shit. <laughs> really? I just, I don't care about Star Wars. I went to a goddamn Angus screening this week. That's the anniversary that I care about. Angus, not Star Wars. I know. Mm. You're just like Jeff. You're just such a weirdo. I know. No, I mean, Angus is great, but I don't <laughs> but think in Star 40, Wars. I don't think in 40 years' time they're going to go, hey, who wants to see an Angus? <laughs> Today's Angus an, day. Angus, yeah. The original <laughs> cut of Angus. No. Nobody's uh, asking for that. Not even the cast of Angus. <laughs> well, Jesus I, Christ. I had a great time with, Char- I, with Charlie Talbert this week. Excellent. Uh, I love that movie. Excellent. So uh, all the Star Wars fans can rejoice. Although, you know, it just seems, I, I think I was reading this in The Ankler, maybe, mm. which is Rich, Richard Rushfield's new newsletter. Okay. Uh, another another plug for him. Uh, I'm just I'm just really enjoying it. It's just like, how much Star Wars celebrations can we have? Like every anniversary. More. More. It's just like a celebration year round for, for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It gets to be a little much. Um, and then finally at Disney, or, I don't know, there may be one or two more. Yeah, I've got a, I've got there are a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Tracking for a $120 million opening. Big, big weekend. Yep. But it's less than, on that weekend, Batman versus Superman. I was going to say, I was actually that a little was surprised. First of all, tracking this far out, it's like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Um, I mean, it premiered in London this week. So it's maybe doing it's not tour. that far out, then you're right. No, it's, it's like three weeks, I think. But... I don't know. I would have expected to see this at like 150 or 60. Yeah, I I think Disney's being a little bit conservative on this. I think they're trying to be a little bit modest because they've done, they did this with Rogue One. They did it with Force Awakens. They're kind of holding back a little bit. And I think because they're doing well and I think they don't want to get egg on their face. So I think they're holding back. I could see it easily being 140, 160. I mean, pre-sales for this are through the fucking roof. Yeah. And again... I didn't see Cinderella or Maleficent, but I want to see Beauty and the Beast. So I think that it's actually going to get a bigger mm. male audience than both of those movies yeah. had. 
Um, and I think it's also going to have just more of a, of, a, of a widespread appeal as a film, aside from a live-action remake of a Disney movie. Yeah, it's going to do just huge numbers. It's going to outgross Jungle Book. It'll, it'll hit. It'll and I think off the back of things like La La Land, where the fact that people who wouldn't usually consider going to see a musical, but oh, that's a, that's a good would, point. would then want that. to go and see this and go, okay, well, I don't hate all musicals. I don't want to claw my face off. Mm-hmm. So you'll get extra bums on seats for that. I think also you're going to see a lot of people going and doing repeat visits for this in the first couple of weeks. So I, think, I can see that too. I yeah. think drop-off is going to be quite small over the, over the sort of second, third and fourth week. Um, so I think it's going to hold pretty strong. What else is going up against this in the weeks afterwards? A lot of movies are kind of steering. No, Kong opens the week before. before it, yeah. Okay. Life, I think, is the week after. Yeah. You see, I think with Kong and I think with Beauty and the Beast, I think life is going to struggle to get a top spot. I think that's going to open around a three because I think Kong is going to have a, str- a strong weekend. Um, reviews for that are embargoed until next week. Um, but I can see this really holding on to the top spot for a, a couple of weeks, yeah, definitely, we'll very easily. But I think 120 is, is you know, quite, it is about 20 million lower than I, I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm genuinely, like you, I'm genuinely yeah, excited I don't to think, see it. I don't think Disney's worrying. Uh, speaking of money and Disney, yeah. Wall Street Journal had a great piece, uh, which is, you know, something that I really wanted to write uh, back at the old job is um, that Disney made a deal for Split, mm-hmm. that they did give Universal permission to use the Bruce Willis character. Yes. They didn't think much of it either because yep. Split was like a $5 million movie. They're yep. like, eh, you know, whatever. Now it's a huge movie mm-hmm. that's grossed like $200 million worldwide. Yeah, it, it, it would open with $2 million domestically. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll go through this again later because it's in context to Get Out, which comes this week. It was $2 million opening and then went on to $40 million, which they were not expecting. Had a two million opening weekend. Went on to do, do forty mean? million domestic. What are you talking? What? Split. What? Are you talking about two, split? Yeah, two million dollar opening weekend. What do you mean? Uh, no, a, a two million uh, Thursday, Thursday. Sorry, okay. Thursday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes I see. The get out numbers are, are, are similar. I see yeah. what you're saying. I apologize. Um, but so now Disney wants a piece of the action on the split sequel. Yes. I don't blame them. Uh, yeah, I think that this did better than they were expecting. Yeah. When I called over there initially, after I first saw Split, it, it seemed like it caught them off guard. Mm. Although maybe, you know, I, I, I don't know. But uh, it was good to see somebody get to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. Like that there are financial implications there and that Disney did give its consent and everything. Because I was just so curious as to how that arrangement worked out and yeah. why they would give let Bruce Willis's character appear in a universal movie. Mm. Be interesting. I think I think also there's gonna be a couple of films that Bruce Willis has up his sleeve. Um I think there's gonna put him back more towards being a, a more of a I'm pumped for death healing. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to the um, Death Wish remake. Yeah, I think that's going to put him back onto being more of a box office, an independent box office yeah. draw in his own right. I think, which is going to be good and overdue. All right, let's talk about some other some movies now. Did you okay. see? Did you see Logan? I did see Logan. I saw it this week. Okay, so let's be careful not to spoil it. Yeah. But reviews are out. We yes, can they are. talk about it. Yeah. Simon, I thought this movie was fucking incredible. What did you think? I loved it. I did absolutely love it. Um, I was... I, it's funny. I, I know a lot of the reviews that came out straight after the very first screening. Was it week before last? Because um, yeah. it, it, it obviously premiered at, at The Berlin. embargo lifted a couple hours after yeah. our show. Yeah. Um, I, I did really enjoy it. Um, I, was, I wanted a little bit more from um, Stephen Merchant as Caliban. 
good character. Oh, I was, was good. hoping I, for. I loved his his sign off. <laughs> yes, um, I thought he was good. Um, I enjoyed Richard E. Grant. But weirdly for Richard E. Grant, I think he held back a little bit. Yes. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more crazy from Richard yeah, E. Grant. Yeah, kind of me too. I'm with you on that. Um, I loved... These are very small things. Yeah, I, I loved um, Hugh Jackman's older Logan and everything that, that came with that that characterization. Yes. I think he Hugh Jackman was absolutely nailed that. If Ryan Reynolds is nominated for a Golden Globe... Well now, obviously, that's a, in the comedy category. Yeah. Uh, and Hugh Jackman would, would be in the drama category. Yes, because uh, this so, is not humorous. so. This is not. It's not going to happen. Yeah, realistically. But his performance is a million times yeah. better than Ryan Reynolds. It's, it's the performance as Logan that we have been waiting to see. Yes, this in is what I've always wanted. Single X Men movie. It is absolutely on the money. What did you think of the violence? This is a Fucking hard R. It, it is fucking hard yeah. R. I I, ge- <laughs> I I genuinely enjoy really well choreographed, really smart, sharp violence in films. Because violence is not difficult to do, but I think to do it well, it's like creative swearing. To do it well, to do it with great dramatic impact, is excellent. And this is the second film I've seen within the last couple of weeks that I think has done it really well. This and John Wick Two. And it just what was more violent? I'm actually very curious because I still haven't seen John do you know Wick. What? I, I would, do want to see it. I would say John Wick Two is more violent, but this I think the it, this is more I have visceral. a hard time believing that. And I think well, isn't John Wick just a bunch of headshots? No, no, no. There's okay. a lot of really creative, uh, really beautiful. There violence. are multiple decapitated heads. I mean, there's I'm, in I'm, Wolverine. This said, there is. Oh yeah, there are not Multi- decapitated multiple heads. Multiple heads. Yeah. There are there are not decapitated heads that I can recall in John Wick Two, but I think one thing that is stuff like that, and obviously um, uh, the girl um, seeing her commit acts of violence is yes insane and so visceral, and and the way they treat kids too, like yeah. there are guns put to kids' heads in this movie. It is brutal. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. Um, I, I, but it was great. Patrick Stewart. So good. So good. So good. Absolutely flawless. Yep. There are so many elements of this that absolutely come, just come together. The whole thing is just beautifully drawn. I don't, it's like, I don't even, why is Simon Kimberg godfathering this X-Men universe? I'd give the whole thing to James Mangold. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mangold crushed this. He should be directing the next X-Men movie. But he's, but I, I Mangold think... directed the, the last Wolverine movie as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Which, which I liked. Which I thought was okay yeah. but the ending i thought was completely fumbled and it didn't have half of the heart of this one right it was and i'm kind of like why couldn't you put some of the heart of this just a little bit in that well you know what i i'm even okay with that mediocre wolverine movie because it made this even more of a surprise yeah this you is know? an absolute bloody it's, delight it's the honestly it's the best x-men movie i think it's the best marvel movie i think it is yes yeah i see i'm still okay. i still love x2 X2 is fantastic. Yeah, and I'm stuck. So I had the long thing about this. I can't decide which one I like best. Because it's like comparing chicken and pizza. They're two different foods. Yeah, this is not an X Men movie the way that you think X Men. No. This is like, and that's why maybe Mangold wouldn't be interested in doing Can I just say, if you've got kids and they love the X Men movies, fucking don't take them to this. No. Seriously. I know they will want to see it. (laughs) <laughs> this is not a film that kids should see. You can take your kids to see this. You should not take your kids to see this. Mangold, though, he, he, you know, he elevates the whole genre. It's like what Nolan did with Dark Knight, I think. Excuse me. Um, 
I don't think he'd be interested in making one of these big ensemble X Men movies. No, like, man, he just he classed he classed it up, man. They they brought it with this X Men movie. It's yeah. it's a hell of a way to go out. Uh, and, and then I, I don't know what the deal is with. There was no post credit sequence shown to the press. No, there was not. Then in there my was screening. one reported. Yeah, you know that the runtime had grown by three minutes. Yeah. Then the reports that it's not a post credit sequence. It might be something before the movie even starts. Mm. I don't know what the deal is. When we'll I saw see. it this week, there was nothing before, and there was nothing after. Right, no. They save it for, you know, the commercial yeah. release. But, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm going to go and pay and see this movie again. It's one of the, ra- it it's one of the rare Marvel movies, or any any superhero movie, that even my wife wants to go and see. And so we're going to go, and we're going to enjoy yeah, this like, again. It's a, it's beautiful. And the ending, I'm not going to talk about be- what the ending beautiful. is. It's beautiful. I love it. It's beautiful. Yep. I yep. mean, it's... I'll just say it's beautiful. I won't tell you why Agreed. it's beautiful, but it it, it is good. Um, some really, there's yeah. really nice. You're gonna so think many we're nice overselling this, this like believe the hype. No. I'm totally fine hyping the shit out yeah. of this. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great movie. It's just, it's so few movies come along which are genuinely worth the admission fee. This is worth the admission fee. Um. All right. Get out. Did you see Get Out? What? Get out! Okay. Um, I have get to, the fuck out! I did. I get the fuck out of here! I did, uh, I did see this this week. There was a screening. Also. So I went and I watched it with my eyes. Also great. Oh, my God. It was really good. This is, this is another great movie, seriously. And this is, this is why I was going to be comparing Split um, and Get Out, because they're both movies that are being uh, released. They're not the, the biggest movies, but this already Get Out on Thursdays took one point. Eight million, which is not far off splits two million. Um, now the studio are predicting about an eighteen million opening. I can see it doing a weekend of twenty to twenty-five easily. See, I think it's going to be more twenty-seven to thirty-two. Yeah, see, That's I think twenty twenty-five is is very easily obtainable with this word of mouth. For this is really strong. I mean, as, as much, and I'm not dissing Rotten Tomatoes, but it's got a hundred percent score on there. I'm kind of a little bit. I don't necessarily think a high score on Rotten Tomatoes because it's an aggregate site. It's not a review site. It means a huge amount. I don't know. I think it means something. But There's it does 120 mean reviews. It's 100 percent right now. 100. percent It ha- it is. It's very weird that you find a movie that feels so fresh and yet has so many seeds from so many other classic elements. And I absolutely, I, I had an absolute blast with this. It's got a brilliant, very similar to Logan. It 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 balances perfectly a brilliant visceral dark tone with some genuinely enchanting moments of levity and again like split there's that darkness and then there's the there's the bit of light to relieve it and i think get out has a lot of those elements as well which just make this a, a fantastic it's just a fantastically enjoyable film it's dark and it's brutal but I, it was disturbing. It, yeah, I it is disturbing. It was disturbing in a funny games kind of way. Yeah, in a people under the stairs kind of way. You ever see people under the stairs? Yeah, I love that. One of my favorite Wes Craven movies. Yeah, uh, get it. It was really tremendous. This kid Dan, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Yeah, he's brilliant. I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of him. British actor, by the way. Yeah, he was in you know Black Mirror. Yeah, uh, and then Sicario. Yeah, and I was talking to Kroll. I think no, I don't know who I was talking to, but. Yeah, they they were surprised that this was the same guy because he seems so much younger here and yeah. like more older and rugged and and you know in Sicario. But yeah, same guy, really talented actor. Um, I really liked Allison Williams in this. She was great. Catherine Keener, Bradley yeah. Whitford, Bradley uh, nailed it. Right. Uh, so everybody was was really good. 
I, you know, I had maybe a, a little bit of a t- tonal problem with the best friend character who, who provides comic relief. I think they took that maybe one step too far. Some I can, of that I stuff. can see that, but I did kind of enjoy that because I think sometimes the moments of tension were so tense right, and to that you had to go from one vacuum to the other vacuum. So it was like big laughs, you know, Listen, big shit your pants. I thought it, I thought it was great. Uh, I, I was really impressed. Again, yeah. this is Jordan Peele's debut. and, and So strong. He, he wants to keep making movies. Yeah. I, by the way, and I'd heard someone was at the Q&A with him recently. I think it was maybe the creative screenwriting Q&A. Uh, that that Jeff Goldsmith runs, but he was sort of lamenting Keanu, mm. uh, his movie. He was just like, I, I don't think that that really showed what we were capable of, and and we had to rush the script. I would have liked to have had some more time mm. to flesh it out. Um, Still, so he, he kind of owned though. up to it. No, Keanu's not a very good. Movie. I really enjoyed that. As someone who loved Key and Peele, Keanu was subpar. I that like I thought, and it seemed like he agreed and That's okay. you know owned up to it. But I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I did. Uh, have you, did you see the trailer, the, this little teaser thing for Castle Rock? No, I didn't. I haven't. I literally haven't had time. It's just like, you know, there's no footage or anything. Uh, they, they think they're still writing it. But it's going to be like a 10-part Hulu series connecting the world of Stephen King. Yeah. Set in the town of Castle Rock, Maine. I think that's going to be awesome. Okay. Are you a big King guy? I, I do like Stephen King. Um, I like the, the classic King stuff. That I used to read, like in the, in the the nineties. Um, I'm I'm genuinely excited about seeing this, and I'm very much looking forward to it. I, it, I for me, I think it's either going to work and be genius, or be a bit of a mess and be a little bit awkward and not hugely enjoyable. I think they're either going to nail it or they're going to totally drop the ball. I don't think there's going to be a lot of middle ground on this, did, and I'm a little bit nervous, but genuinely looking forward to it. Did you see eleven twenty two sixty three? No, I never got around to seeing that on that, Hulu. I, I, I know you sang the praises yeah, of that. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So uh, if that's any indication, I got uh, high hopes for Castle Rock. Um, we got to speed this along because mm. we only got about four minutes left in the show. Uh, there's a Predator cast photo. Yes. Are you excited about this I'm, cast? I'm genuinely excited about that. I, I have, I'm a little nervous, just a little, but... Yeah, the cast is pretty cool, and and it stars Boyd Holbrook, who was great in Logan. We mm. didn't talk about him, but no. that was like a real star-making role. Yeah, I he think. was really good. He's great on Narcos. Uh, we shared a moment at a Sundance Film Festival, so oh. he's he's cool in my book. Nice. Um, Kristen Stewart signed on to this movie Underwater. Yep. You know she she hasn't done a lot of mainstream yeah mainstream stuff no. since Twilight and and Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, I think it's kind of good to see her go back to that. And I'm looking forward to seeing Personal Shopper, actually, the um, the, the the movie that she's got coming out right, in the next like, eight weeks or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm looking forward story. to seeing that. So Me too. Um, Char- Charlize Theron, mm. two things with her. So mm. her, her movie, The Coldest City, changed its name to Atomic Blonde. Which do you like more, The Coldest City or Atomic Blonde? I prefer the original title. Okay. Um, because when I saw the poster and I saw the title, it just made me think of Blondie. Okay. Because the band Blondie... Right. I don't know. To me, it's just a more memorable title than The Coldest City, which just seems like this kind of generic... I'm willing to go with it. It won't affect how good the film is. No, but... Yeah, I pre- I just prefer I just like the, the original title, but um, Hollywood didn't ask me. So she's also doing a movie with Seth Rogen called Flarsky. Yes, I read uh, about in, that. An in indie comedy. Uh, he's going to be like a a bitter journalist, you know, self destructive. But a journalist? Can you believe that? What? <laughs> Seth Rogen stealing all <laughs> Where all my roles. We, we, we always run into each other in the audition room. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and he's going to be chasing after <laughs> his childhood crush and former babysitter, mm-hmm. who is now one of the most powerful women in the world. Of course, you have to have Charlize playing her. Of course. Uh, there's going to be a fourth Purge movie. Yes, there is. But uh, James DeMonaco not directing. No. Uh, coming out September 2018. Uh, sorry, summer 2018. So that is really not that long to go. That's like right. 15 months from now. So they're going to have to get... I'm assuming they've got a script Maybe for that. Maybe they'll get Mike Flanagan or somebody like, you know, someone from the Blumhouse stable. It would be good. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I do enjoy the Purge, you know, franchise. Um, I really enjoyed Purge Election Year. Where they're going to take the next one, I have no idea because the world is a little bit crazy right now. Right, the third so one actually kind of nailed you're, it. You're, yeah, you're going to have to come up with some really fresh ideas, but I'm genuinely looking forward to it. I do love the franchise. Uh, and they get better and better as the franchise goes on. Again, bits and bobs. Matt mm. Ross, the director of Captain Fantastic, taking a step up. He's going to yes. be directing this futuristic crime thriller called Tomorrow and Tomorrow for TriStar. Did you like Captain Fantastic? I really did. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was very good. Uh, and I, I've always liked Matt Ross as an actor, too. Yeah. Uh, on, on Big Love, he was in he goes back to PCU. Yeah. Um, speaking of, we talked about Joe Carnahan earlier. Yeah. I, I was just very encouraged. Uh, I guess he did a, like a Q&A or some interviews this week to talk about uh, The Raid. Mm-hmm. And he said that basically he wants the movie to feel like the Adam Goldberg knife fight in Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Which is like, Joe, here's my money. Like, mm. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have total trust in Joe anyway. I mean, I, you know, I've, I don't, apart from 18 Everything, everything I, else love, he's done. We love Joe Carnahan. Uh, I everything love the raid. And if anyone is going yeah. to reinvent that movie, uh, it's going to be him. Mm. Um, Noah Hawley, the Fargo creator, directing this movie Pale Blue Dot with Reese yeah. Witherspoon. Are you yeah. going to watch Big Little Lies on HBO? I am. Yeah, uh, I as like soon it. as Oscar season is out the way, yeah. I can take some time and actually catch up on a few things, and that is one of them. Uh, pro- you know, this is over with, but now uh, props to Josh Gad for all those Daisy Ridley videos. Yes, genius. I thought he, you know, I, I really enjoyed all of them. They had a ton of fun cameos in this last one. And then finally, uh, condolences to the bearded one, Steven Spielberg, yeah. who lost his mother this week. Uh, I know, I'm, you know, I was very friendly with one of Steven's assistants for a long time. Okay. Um, and uh, I just feel like I'd heard about his, you know, she would never talk about work, but like mm-hmm. she'd talk about, you know, I just, I know the Spielbergs were good people. Yeah. Uh, and his father just celebrated his 100th birthday. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, he loses his wife. And so condolences to the whole Spielberg family. That's uh, got to be tough. Um, is there anything else? We got, I guess we got another bonus minute. Uh Oh, uh, Fox issued its second apology this week. Yeah. After apologizing to put for its fake news cure for wellness stuff, I guess it yeah. also used footage from the Kenyan terror attack in 24. Oh, no. Which was just in poor taste. Uh, Can I say, talking of campaigns, yeah. it took, I mean, I, I love the movie, but the Get Out poster campaign, mm-hmm. I had to look closely and wonder what it was and check that it was a movie. That Some of those posters did just look like this is not your neighborhood, get out. Oh, I like that. Which I... I like that that I, whole campaign. I like the campaign when I noticed what it was. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. So, risky campaign, but do it's worked. You, and then do you ever read those uh, those honest Oscar ballots at THR? I, I do. The, um, it's just hilarious when you actually see the mindset of... Uh, of some of these Academy voters. Um, that'll pretty much do it, yeah. I think, for Meet the so Movie Press this week. week. Yeah, we, we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Um, Simon, where can the good folks find you? 
Uh, well, this weekend, uh, you can find me physically um, at the Independent Spirit Awards and then at the Vanity Fair's party covering the Oscars. <laughs> yes, uh, please visit. go out and find Simon at Find me if you can get through security. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Showbiz Simon. You can find me on Instagram at Showbiz Simon. You can find me on Facebook. This is Simon Thompson. That's not my personal page. And I'm Jeff Snyder. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at the Insnyder. You can find my ramblings and that of my belch. staff on the tracking board, trackingboard.com. Thank you guys for listening to the Popcorn Talk Network. Mm-hmm. As always, make sure to rate, comment, subscribe. And tell your friends. We want to hear from you, or at least Simon does. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and, uh, and have a great weekend, folks. Remember to see Get Out, get pumped for Logan. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and have a great time at the Oscars. Yeah, watch, you know? watch it. Go Casey Affleck. You didn't need our takes. There are plenty of those online. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.